Very happy to have you here, and because um, I've been posting your videos a lot recently because uh, you have really great content, and it's very down-to-earth, very personable, very easy to get to, and you're probably one of the few people that can get away with saying, uh, shut the fuck up and make it sound cute. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, here's the, here's the crazy thing. The other night I was trying to share something, and I hit the, you know, the boost button. Um, yeah. They let me post this stuff freely, but they won't let me boost my stuff because I have the word fuck in there. I said, that's crazy. They let me post it everywhere, but they won't let me boost my, they won't make money off it. You know, basically, wow. they won't let me give they won't let me give them 20 bucks to boost my post. Not that I was trying to, but I hit it by mistake, and I said, wow, I never would have thought that would be the case. That just seems no, crazy so, to me. That's really <laughs> weird. That, that is, it's really strange. Remember a while, quite a while back when Facebook wanted to uh, make so that nobody could use the F word at all? Yep. I remember that. Somebody, everybody kept sending me messages. You're in trouble now. I just kept going and going and going. I don't know whether I just don't meet the algorithms or what, but no, I, I never seem. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just never seem to have a problem with face. The problems that other people have with Facebook. Right. So, yeah, and I think a lot, a lot of, a lot of uh, people around that time when they, Facebook was trying to restrict that, it was a few years back, and and they were trying to do that, but. Uh, right after that, everybody was cussing so much. <laughs> they gave it up. Yeah, they gave it up. They said, besides, they'd rather they'd rather do something pro-capitalist than right. uh, than censor people's language because, after all, the F word could be marketable in some capitalist way. It sure can. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got okay, Nick, Nick, it's good to hear you again too. Nice. To well, see, thanks, nice. To uh, you. Well, I want to thank both of you guys for coming on because this is going to be a, a very interesting uh, conversation. And, and yes, Deb, Deb. First and foremost, I want to say that your videos are outstanding. Thank you. Uh, and a lot of the things that you say that I would say maybe ninety percent of it I agree with. Yeah. And yep. it's it's kind of interesting that you you mentioned the word ungovernables, which I love. I yep. absolutely yep. love that that term. I I, I love that word. And I just, if you can, if you can explain if that's a movement that you guys are supporting or you guys are uh, creating, what does that mean exactly? Okay, so to me, what that means is, from my perspective, all the normal, or not normal, I don't know how to put this, all the regular avenues of power for the people in this country have been closed down, if indeed they were ever open. All right, the question is how much of that was part of the illusion, okay? And and I'm not doing anything with that whole ungovernable thing. I'll tell you where I got that. I got that from Chris Hedges. Chris Hedges wrote an article that says the American people need to be ungovernable. And I said, what a great idea. What a great concept. People stepping outside the system and refusing to be governed. You know, I happen to particularly think if you're going to the polls in 2020, you are extremely governable. You, you know, you are, in my mind, you are as tame as you can get if you think anything's going to come out of that whole process. So my whole becoming ungovernable was, A, I believe we belong on the streets at this point. I think we've gone beyond even debating that. Um, and to motivate people is a very difficult thing in this country. No, I, and I, I think... I think people are getting it now. I think more people have 
I put feelers out there for a yellow vest movement, and I'm getting a lot of response on that now. And, you know, and I'm not saying we have to go out and burn buildings down or anything, but we do need to be on the streets because if they don't fear us in some way, there's no impetus for change here. Okay. Um, Deb, you're absolutely right. One of the things that's it's interesting how you latched onto that term and you actually turned it into something quite, you latched onto it and you turned it into a very, uh, not only a key concept, but um, a very, uh, a very, you, you started a trend with that word, which I think is really healthy. Yeah, I do too. Um, I, I, I wanted something that people would grab onto, but you know, I came out of the advertising field. And yeah. you can overwhelm people with that garbage, you know. And I just so we just need something simple that people can kind exactly. of chew on, you know. Exactly. It's just, it's just like one of the things that I that I that I got from someone else as well, uh, because I, I always believed in some sort of what I called what because I, I started a group called Democratic Communism, right? And and and, and you know I, I considered that to be. You know that 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 kind of a, a new concept, but but then then I, I got in touch with uh, John Spritzler, and, and at some point he changed from calling his stuff a new democracy to changing it to egalitarian, and as I got comfortable with that term or I understood what the term meant, I said, you know that's another key term right. that really prevents all the negative stigma attached to to. Um, to communism or socialism or whatever. I mean, even Bernie Sanders dances around uh, socialism by saying, "No, no, no, no. It's not socialism. It's 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 democratic, democratic socialism. socialism." Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. he does that too, too. So he dances around because he's uncomfortable with it. But I mean, I'm not uncomfortable with socialism and communism because I can defend those things because I know historically why they're not implemented the right way. Right. You know, and it, John points that out. The way they're implemented, he thinks, are, is undemocratic. I understand and I agree with that. And that's why he decided to go with, you know, uh, first he said new democracy. Then he called it uh, egalitarian. And egalitarian is actually a very good and very powerful term. Uh, yep. just, like un, just like ungovernable is a very key, very powerful term. Right. And, and you know, I just have, do have to say that here. I want you to know that part of my, my whole stick with these people is yeah I, and this is not a lie i am a big proponent of direct democracy but i don't yeah. think that's ever going to happen in this country until we're on the streets first nobody in power is going to give that to us by the way you know, I, I, uh, I think uh, uh, G, uh now remember the last uh the last interview we had was was you and i and john spritzler right and uh, basically i titled that that uh, interview uh, changing the system uh, outside the system. Right. So Deb, Deb has hit a home run here. By, by the way, he, that, yeah. he, in that, may, may I interrupt for just one second? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Nick actually mentioned you and ungovernable as, uh, I think, in that interview itself, and I thought that was great because, because there are many direct democracy people that now realize there may be some small, some places where you can get direct democracy in place in some small local place or whatever without right. hitting the streets without really being a threat right. but i think but i think 
many, many uh, direct democracy people, people that are into the, 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 the Rick movement and all this, many of them now also realize that it really isn't something that can be implemented through the system. Very rarely, very rarely will that door be even a little open. Right. Can I give you an example? Yeah, actually, go ahead. You, you guys are more uh, progressive when it comes to direct democracy than we are actually here in Canada because we're a monarchy. Right. Okay. We're a constitutional yep. monarchy. Yep. Now, America is a republic, but... Out well, of we the, look uh, like uh, we're... Actually, we, don't forget, you may be a monarchy but you probably represent yourself more closely to the way you are than America is the most uh, deceptive in, in terms of it does it, what it shows, it's, what it tries to claim itself to be, it has never been. Um, and so it is one of the most, we have the most fake facade to our government here of probably any government in the world. I totally agree with that. I totally, I think everything in this country right now is illusion and smoke and mirrors. I think it's insanity. And, you know, I, I know, like, let me use the Julian Assange thing as an example. I know yep. there are people out there who truly believe uh, that he is a CIA asset. And, you know, I don't, I don't hold that belief. No one's shown me enough for me to believe in that. But I do know one thing. Whether he is a CIA asset or not, this whole thing that's going on, it, it's a test of the freedom of the press, no matter what. There is nothing more that they would like. Even if they're using him, they would like it to shut down. Any right. kind of free thought or free expression that there is. So no matter how this shakes out at the end of the day, he has to be defended. By and the way, he, you're so, you're so yeah, Deb, sharp. Deb, he, might, he might even be a CIA rogue. Right, he may be. He may very well be. I, I personally, you know, I personally view him as a publisher, and I, per, I view Chelsea Manning as a whistleblower. And well, isn't that, isn't that the way it was, though? I mean, I mean, WikiLeaks was uh, is is they're not hackers or, or uh, no, they absolutely not, and, and that's why I they're don't. And I think, yeah, I think people, you know, I think I I'm, I like a conspiracy as much as anyone, and and I know that some stuff's going on that's a game, but I think people have gone over the edge in some instances with some stuff. They're looking at conspiracy everywhere. And right. even, and you know, even if, to me, even if, look, I believe geoengineering is going on. I believe 9-11 was an inside job. But honestly, nobody's going to make those statements that's got a voice today. Nobody, like a Chris Hedges or a, a Julian Assange is going to say, come out and say that stuff because they will be shut down so quickly or they will be delegitimized so quickly as crazy that you, their voice will be lost. And it's crazy for people to even want to go on the streets for that. What you want to go on the streets for is that the people aren't in control of this country anymore. The wealthy the way, people are in control. So, I, I'm a strong defender of Julian Assange. And at the same time, though, I, I do. The only thing I would give those people that criticize Assange, the only thing I would say I, I, I think this is the wrong time to criticize him uh, anyway because of what's going down now. I agree. I think, I think it's not appropriate at this time. However, right. there are some legitimate concerns because I actually did see quotes, of, and I think they probably happened, that Julian Assange actually um, tried to dismiss 9-11. As yes. If, and and I, I don't think... 
And I don't have a problem criticizing him because I have family members who believe that nine believe the official narrative, and one of them is a PhD and quite a genius in a whole bunch of other ways, but he's just totally blind when it comes to some political and social things. Right. You know who else dismisses nine uh, eleven is Chomsky a lot. No, I, um, I, I found that I found that atrocious too. And, yeah. And, and, but, but Chomsky I find more problematic. I still overall, Julian Assange, I still feel most of the stuff that he said, I still feel has a more constructive angle than uh, Chomsky. I agree. Weird things where I think he even backed Hillary or some other weird stuff. Oh, yeah, he did. He definitely did. So to um, me, he, he's more, he's a real... I don't consider Julian Assange at the level of being like a problem, but, but I do think uh, 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 that Chomsky a little bit, uh, I would say he is a little bit of a problem because of his stuff, uh, some of the things he's said. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's a total, I think he's a gatekeeper. I, I, I think he is. I really do. Um, Chomsky. I and, agree. And, you know, and I, and I don't know, you know, like when people say, oh, he's like Howard Zinn, I go, yeah, no, he's not. He's not like Howard Zinn. No, you know, Howard Zinn Zinn may not have been informed on every single area, but Howard Zinn struck me as a person that was a very sincere person who actually tried to revise some aspects of history, and he actually tried to do some social good. Uh, I agree. You know, generally speaking, I don't know everything about him, so, I mean, sometimes people will come up with something and they'll say, did you know this person said that? I'll say, no, wow. Okay, I, and, and I'm always open-minded to revising my opinion on someone anytime. Yep. Me too. However, up to now, my general view of a Howard Zinn is, is, is he's kind of a lovable guy in my mind right now. Yep, yep, yep. But, you know, getting back to this, this direct democracy thing for one more minute, I, I'm looking at this, you know, we get all kinds of things going on here that's, that, that's insane to me. I mean, okay, I... I follow everything, you know, whether it's conservative, whether it's, you know, whether it's on the left, whether it's on the right. And, and for example, this whole, like, to me, this is an, a perfect example of a false, you know, of, of, a, of a, a made-up situation. This whole Pelosi and Elan Omar and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and, you know, all of that, that's all, I, I believe that's all Soros money, putting those people in place. You know, I, I just, I think they're all actors and actresses, all there for your benefit, um, you know, to keep you, to keep you enmeshed in the system and all the drama surrounding it. You know, we have these five, you know, women who are radicals and we need to keep hold of the, of the party. And you know what? They're all playing games. You know, we're going to believe that. I, 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 totally, I totally agree. I think it's all theater. I, I did a post recently. I don't know if you guys saw it where I said, you know, in the USA, we have one political party pretending to be two and a half. Right. And, and, and the half are the fake progressives. Right. But they're all actors in this whole thing, and they're not on a different side at all. Right. Um, they're, I, I think they're all in on the same thing. Because you can yes. see Bernie Sanders, it's already proven, and almost all of the, these so-called progressives, that are connected to the Democratic Party in any way, shape, or form, they're almost all connected to Bernie Sanders' this whole scheme, and he's right. a fraud. So right. how are, why wouldn't they also be 
uh, fraudulent. They all know he what 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 he said and did, and, and they back him up. They they all praise Bush and McCain, right, right, and they it's all exactly say right. And, and Pelosi, which is somebody that they all still love, she says this is a capitalist system or whatever, and 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 and, uh, and what is it that that that, that um, and 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 Bernie gets real angry at people for having uh, exposed Hillary, right? So um, come on, yeah, you know? it is. It's it's just like this whole thing with the you know with single payer. We everybody has got to know. I mean, I, and I don't think everybody does. You, you, no matter what, no matter what you tell them, this whole single payer thing, this thing isn't going anywhere. You know, and they know this. That's why they introduced this. Even if it got past the House and got to the Senate, it's not going anywhere. And Bernie. we already we already know the Democrats' plan on on protecting uh, ACA. You know, Nancy Pelosi said it herself. We're gonna we're not gonna do single payer. I don't know what what it takes to get people to understand that A, Bernie Sanders is not going to be the nominee, and B, he's not going to get single-payer. It's but, just not going to happen Deb, until money's gone. You know? and, and sorry, other, sorry to interrupt you, Deb, but isn't it sad that the American people, the Canadian people, have to ask their government for permission to get something that's going to benefit every single American in the country? I mean, don't people realize that they have I, to I ask get that. Yeah, for permission? I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't so know. That's right. I, you know, outside, you have to change outside of the system. And going back yeah. to the direct democracy thing for a second, okay? America has states that are, that have uh, uh, initiatives and referendums built into their, yes. into their state constitutions. But guess right. what, Deb? They're local politicians, and you can read the news articles. And I actually did a couple of shows on it. They subvert it. Oh yeah, Why? they do in Boston. I, I don't need to read articles. I know what happens here. I know yeah, it does here. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. So maybe, you know? maybe Massachusetts is one of those states that has uh, uh, initiatives and referendums uh, enshrined into their constitution. But the, but the, again, politicians won't let you do it. They'll find another way By the to way, bypass what? it so that people won't have a voice. In, right. a, in, in America, the freedoms that we seem to have, once they're tested, are about as functional as the secret... Uh, a bank account uh, that we have in our social uh, connected to our social security right right it's about that accessible it's it's actually it actually exists i I know people that have actually tried that secret account it actually exists but the money is is they they force the they they take the money back right Uh, people have actually paid things off with that secret account and they actually took the money back it's amazing so the people so the people of France are, are, are realizing uh, that what, what Deb is saying, what I am saying, what GM is saying, is that you can't change the system within the system. It's impossible because right. it's their system. It's not ours. Right. And that's why they're on the streets in France right now because they're demanding the RIC. Uh, and I don't right. care what people say about the yellow vest and how they're downplayed. In France, it's a, it's a total ball of wax. They actually want their sovereignty. And, yes. and, they, and they don't care about bed, uh, uh, excuse me. They don't care about breadcrumbs that Macron is giving them. They refuse. Right. What they're right. saying and, and is, you know what? We don't need. They're to not ask afraid you. to be right. They don't. They're not afraid to be. People hear me say all the time. Well, we could be infiltrated. I said, you know what? People, movements have been infiltrated since time immemorial. They were infiltrating movements in the labor movement in the forties. I said, of course it's going to happen. It's happening in France. You keep going. That's what you do. You don't just. Do what they did at Occupy when Barack Obama said go home. Everybody went home, and nobody came back. By the way, 
Deb is, Deb is so right because it reminds me, it's kind of a parallel thing to this thing with Facebook. You know how a lot of people have jumped off of Facebook? And right. I think that is so ridiculous. It's like all major forums are going to be, are going to have big money players interfering in them. It's, right. It's, That's right. Why would we jump off of a large forum as long as we have any kind of power at all? Why would we jump off of that when we have access to still thousands of people? Right. It, or, or, you know, at least thousands. But the well, point did you is, see what they did on Tumblr? Did you see that? That, that? that thing is basically where the millennials went when they left Facebook because the older people basically moved off of, you know, moved off of MySpace and moved on and took over Facebook. The millennials right. went to this, this forum called Tumblr. Tumblr just announced in January no more adult content. So all those people who were doing, you know, illustrations on, uh, you know, on that, that site where you could be a little bit more liberal, a little bit more open in what you're showing, no more adult content at all on Tumblr. They're, they're just totally shutting down any adult content. That's how they do it. It's like MeWe. I'm not under any illusions. I'm on MeWe as well. I don't spend a lot of, as much time there as I do here, only because I don't have as many connections. Same but with the, me. But the thing is, I'm still on MeWe, but the point is that I'm under no illusions that I think that somehow if they got larger, they wouldn't behave very similarly to Facebook. Right. right. You know, uh, this is what capitalism does. It, right. It, it's, like if you, it's like people who want to move to another part of the country to get away from capitalism. Guess what? Right. If, if this country had any pockets where you could truly escape, then why is it that from the West Coast to the East Coast, there is not one place in the country that has commercial rent control? Nothing. Not right. one spot. Only Berkeley had it from 85 to 88 for three years before the rich people took it to court and killed it. Right. So, so you, can, you cannot run. You know, it's, it's, as a right. matter of fact, you can't even run if you live in another country nowadays because they find out the reach of the United States and other countries that are connected with the United States that are as evil as the United States. The reach is far and wide. Yeah, that's exactly why they, Assange is, is being extradited. That's exactly, why they arrested him. Somebody AGM, gave him money. AGM, did you hear, did you, did you see that interview with uh, Roger Waters? He's, the, uh, he's, he's part of Pink Floyd. Yeah, yeah, I love him. Uh, he was saying that now these other countries that are involved with the extradition of or possible extradition of Julian Assange are actually now satellite uh, satellite well, territories, if you want to call them, of the United States. Mm. So you're saying how the United States is, well, it is an imperialist country. I mean, they have oh, their yeah. tentacles all over the world. So now Canada would, could possibly not even be a country. Actually, we're not even a country to begin with, but that's another story. But those tentacles run deep. They run all over uh, the world. Yep. And all these other countries are not countries any longer. They're just satellites. They're just satellite right. locations for the imperialist uh, America. Uh, yeah, I think, I, think, I think, you know, the U.K. is a, a wholly owned subsidiary of the United States. And I think the United States is a wholly owned subsidiary of Israel. I think it's just like, it's like, we, you know, all these webs that we weave, you know, and then you just can't get out of them. It's, it's, okay. That's just the way it is. Yeah, I think, uh, and I think if you trace it back to really who, who, I always trace it back, who, what is the source of the evil? To me, it's always like, well, it's the richest people in the world and their system of capitalism. 
Right. You've got to pull the plug on that garbage if you right. want, and, and we've got to go right at the source. We can't dilly-dally around and, 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 and go some other route because they're going to put so many obstacles on, in our way, except one thing Nick brought up was very actually, I thought was very insightful, and I've talked about this to other people privately before, but I thought it was an impor- a really insightful, important thing he was saying. He was saying to some extent what we're going to have to do is we're almost going to have to build, uh, not almost, but we're going to have to, we may be in a situation where we're going to have to actually build our own egalitarian government outside, a, a parallel and existing in the same country, and we enforce our own laws independently right. of, of what actually exists officially. Right. Well, you know, uh, here's, an interesting, here's an interesting concept that's going on out this way. One other guy that I'm friends with um, just moved his family uh, to New Hampshire, and he's living in Keene, which is a small little college town. Um, but they're doing a thing called the Independence Project. And basically, I think that's what they're trying to do within that town. They're trying to form a, 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 a place to live that's outside the system. And they're doing it in a very unique way by, like, challenging, um, you know, by challenging the laws. You yeah. know, like, deciding to just light up joints in the middle of town because they, they want marijuana legalized in their town. And then, I you know, somebody, somebody gets arrested and they apparently all walked into the police department smoking joints. So I think, you know, I think there's those kind of movements going on. He literally moved his family all, all the way, you know, from New Jersey to New Hampshire just to be involved in this, which I think is kind of a cool thing. But I, I think that definitely has to happen. I, I think people have to start looking yeah, but at what's other the number one thing? Sorry to interrupt you, but what's the number okay. one thing that you need in order for that to happen? You need people to legitimize it, right? And oh, yeah. the problem with this current system the problem with this current system is the majority of people are legitimizing it. Yeah, and yes. if you were to get if you were to get the entire city of Boston to say, Look, we're done with your laws you know, what are they gonna do? They can't do anything. Right. Exactly. Because they've declared themselves right. independent from the United States and from probably right. the state of Massachusetts. So they're like, no, we're independent now. And then, you know what? When the other cities and towns around them are going to see this, they're going to say, you know what? I want to be like Boston. Right. And then sooner or later, you're going to get this, this huge wave. It, it, this always works. So it, it starts with one small town, and then before you know it, the entire country is like, you know, a uh, rid of this of this toxic. Uh, uh, the way you know, it's it's one of the reasons again why uh, that the concept that Deb is latched onto by saying ungovernables, that is actually what that really is. It's like saying, no, we're not going to legitimize this garbage. We're, you're not going to throw us some bones or right. a little meat and, and 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 continue your stupid system that's garbage that's going to make the rich richer that's going to continue to keep them in power. We, 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 we can't participate in anything that, that, that helps to solidify the rich people staying in power. We just can't do it anymore. Right. And, you know, again, so what, another thing that's, the thing that's, the other thing that's in play here is the Democrats have done an excellent job of making Donald Trump the center of our problems. And actually, I believe he's the symptom of a very sick system. I really don't think he's the center of our problems, but 
They've got everybody buying into this concept that we need to get the Democrats back in power, and you will see very little, if any, change. You know, I, I just I don't have any faith they're going to do anything different. They're all the same, really. Deb, you're right. It's so, it's so ridiculous. I even point out this point. I say, look, even if you got Bernie Sanders in office, what makes you believe that son of a bitch would actually do any of anything. the things? I don't believe him anyway. I don't take that guy on his word. I, I mean, don't either. You're talking about a guy that thinks it's hunky-dory that the, that, the, that the Israeli military blasts the legs off of little girls. Right. Literally, that's what happens over there, too. Yeah. Right. Yes, that's right. And, and that's you're right. talking about a bunch of people that are maimed for life. Yeah. And, and he still sides with that bullshit. And you're telling me that that man has any morals and you treat him like your grandpa? You think he's going to change this country and he's actually going to pull people uh, out from under the thumb of the wealthy? You're dreaming. Right. And, you know, he's, so, he's such a jerk when he, when he is cornered. So he's been kind of, you know, hesitant to release his tax returns. They, call, they complain about Trump, but he's been hesitant to return. Because, no, he didn't want anyone to see he was a millionaire. All yeah. right? I saw, he releases it. They question him on it. And he goes, well, if you write a book, you can be a millionaire, too. If you write a good book, you can be a millionaire, too. What is he, what, does he really think the average American is going to get a book writing contract? He wouldn't have gotten a book writing contract if he wasn't a senator. You know? Matter of fact, he wouldn't have gotten that book. He wouldn't have made that much money off that deal if it wasn't for all the supporters that, uh, that, yes, that yes, brought him see, up. That's what the problem is. He wouldn't, have gotten, problem shit. Is. He wouldn't have gotten shit. Now he parades around like he did it, when in fact we're the ones that actually gave him the platform so he could write yes. that, that garbage That's exactly book. right. That's exactly yes, right. And, and the slogans are starting all over again. 2020 Bernie, 2020 Bernie, he's going to be, oh be your savior. It's and, so uh, bad. And uh, Deb, Deb, again, nailed it on the, on the head. She said Donald Trump is the, the symptoms. Uh, yeah. The symptom, excuse me. Just the same here in Canada. Justin Trudeau is a symptom. Before right. him, it was uh, it was uh, Stephen Harper. He's, right. he's not the problem. I keep telling people this all the time, Deb. They're right. not the and problem. You know, and, they're and part you know, of the problem. They are, right. They're part of the problem because they're, they're keeping the whole thing going. That's, I yes. mean, you know, Trump is doing his part now. You know, he just vetoed that whole let's get out of Yemen thing. Did anyone yep. think he wasn't going to do that? I knew he was going to do that. I knew this was all just for nothing. You know? It's big. It, 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 they're exact. That's why I keep saying it's one party pretending to be two and a half. Exactly. You know? it, it, oh, it, by it, the way, speaking of Trump, sorry, sorry, GM, for, for interrupting you. Go ahead. You know, ahead. he was talking highly of WikiLeaks. Donald Trump was. Right. He was. He was talking about how the great were. Uh, you know how great they were, and and so on and so on. And when Assange got arrested, they asked him again. You know, and he said, oh, "I never heard of them." Right. And then, oh, and then this guy lies. Yeah, and then Sarah Sanders said, oh, he was only joking when he said that. So, right. you know, he, you get, yeah. yeah, you know. He's playing, he's just playing, he's just playing all, he's playing whatever part he's needed for at a given moment for this theater. That's all. Right. You know, yeah, Jim, right. you know why? Do you know what his job is? His, his job is to agitate people. Can I tell you something? It works. There's even yeah. people here in Canada that get agitated every time they read a news article, and they tell them, look, man, that's what he's trying to do. He's trying well, to that way they get involved in the that way they get involved in the political pro process. Yes. Whether yes. They and, they, and they get caught up in it. They, they, that's how they keep them in the system. That's how you keep everybody in. 
And whether they jump on board with the Republicans or the Democrats, they're donating money, they're donating time, they're buying into it, they're legitimizing it. All this just because we were, you know, somebody, some, some of the people are reacting to their little theater as if it's real. Right. And, and not only that, how about this new thing now? Mike Gravel 2020. Did you hear about this one now? Yes. Mike Gravel, the former senator, he now wants to get on the debate stage, right? He doesn't want to be president, but he set up a website and he's collecting donations because you have to collect a certain amount of money to get on the debate stage in the Democratic Party. Everything's tied to money, of course, again. So he, he, so he wants to, I, I just did a video on him. I said, so this is what you want me to, you, people want me to buy into this. Now I'm going to give this guy money. If he really doesn't want to be president, we're going to put him up on the debate stage so we can tell everybody else how to fix the country. He's got the solution now, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's a continual clown car. I mean, that's, I can't put it any other way. It's like, I said, there are people actually donating money to him now. You have to be a sheep to do that. You know? the, whole thing, the, whole, the whole thing is insane because there are people that, that you know, and, and, and we, we can't legitimize a system. First of all, nobody went to jail. Nobody, right. got, nobody got arrested. Nobody got charged. And we know, at least from the time that I was heavily involved in political stuff, I know all the way from 2000, I know that, that even though I think Gore's an asshole too, Yep. Uh, and he's and he, he's working all with the same dirty people. But the point is, he won the two thousand. Uh, he won the two thousand election, right? Because I saw recounts that were done that lasted an entire year after the election. And no matter which way you counted it, even if you didn't do a total recount of all the things that were required by law, he won any which way you counted. Right. So Gore actually won the election, and it was all this was was illegitimately stolen, and he actually went along with it. He sure did, didn't he? Say we have to move on and heal the country. Wasn't that wasn't that what he said? Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the things. And also, when uh, on the the what was it, Fahrenheit 9/11? I think there's a clip of him in the uh, Senate or whatever, and 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 uh, these Congress people were complaining about the uh, what was going down, and he and he kept telling them to shut up if they don't have a senator that, 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 that speaks, that, that's going to speak with them. And all the people who were senators at that time, none of them, whether they're Democrats or whatever, none of them actually even made a peep about right. the whole thing. So, yep, and and, was, and I, I, I checked to see if Bernie was a senator at the U.S. Senate at the time. I don't think he was yet, but the point, because I thought, well, let me, let me go get him again. Because he's always right. full of shit. There's so many. You can find plenty dirt on him, though. Uh, you know, like I said, since '88, he's been working for the Democratic Party. Around the late '80s, he was working for the Democratic Party, and since the early '90s, he was a big Clinton, Clinton supporter of both right. the Clinton. Right. So. He has no problem saying right now. I mean, I just read an article with him somewhere where he said flat out, "Let me explain to you, I'm part of the Democratic Party leadership." He's got, yep. You know, these people who wrote collecting signatures, when they had 50,000 signatures, they wanted him to run as an independent. He turned them down. So they're going to go out and get more. I said, why are you wasting your time? I don't care if you bring this guy 100,000 signatures. He's not going to stray from what he's doing. And even you if, he, like I said, even if he got elected, he would not be a hair better than a Hillary or Obama. Right. And, and you know oh, what? Even if a Green Party candidate got elected in this country, they would go nowhere. Nothing would change. 
you know? No. No, it doesn't matter who you vote in. I don't care who they are. There's somehow, there's a culture no, the, pro- these, uh, the problem these buildings, is, and they and they somehow they get uh, subverted. These new parties, well, the problem is, and they just fall, they just fall right in line. Yeah, By the way, it doesn't matter. That's because the people that actually move up. We talked about this before. The people that move up into power, uh, move up into a position where they could run for president, either move up financially or politically, move up that ladder. That's right. That's They're right. already. They've already been observed by their supporters as being corrupt enough to promote. Right. That's right. So that right. was yeah, years, yeah, like, years, years before. That's and that's years before they're even into in, in, in a position to run. Right. Look at look at look at Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. What is the first thing she did? She set up her leadership pack so she could build influence and power in the Congress. When you have to start out by building influence with money and not with what you're doing, you know you're in a bad system. You, you know, it's like the first thing she did was set up all her money so she can pay people to, you know, to basically back her is what they do. You know, you give money to Cory Booker. When she puts something up, he'll back her back. You know, it's, it's just the way she gave money to Cory Booker's presidential campaign. Hey, the people in this country are insane. They were talking about lowering the age to run so they could run her. Now, I'm sorry, but wow. <laughs> yeah, you no, know? you're right. Yeah, I, 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 smelled a, I, I smelled problems there because anybody, it, it, I, like I pointed out, anybody that's connected to and still supports the Bernie Sanders types right? or Bernie Sanders himself, you know, all the people that connected to that, why would anybody even remotely trust them? Right. Because we know that ones of us that were working on that, we know what went down, and we know he ran a fraudulent primary. Right. Because there's no way he would never, never want to protect the vote state by state by state. Every time something dirty went down, he didn't do anything to want to protect the vote at all. Right. Why? But, and, if he- it wasn't, and if it wasn't apparent in Nevada... You know, I, I don't know how much more obvious you need stuff to be. Yeah. So, you know. People keep, so, trying uh, to ask, act, people keep trying to ask me for sources. It's like, mm-hmm. were you paying attention to the primaries at all? Right. You know, it's like sources, he did it right in front of us. And if, right. just, if you can't figure it out, I mean, it's true. I that mean, people don't even believe their own eyes anymore. You know what I mean? They, they, you know, they, they don't even believe what they're looking at anymore. You know what it is, Deb? It's the education system in the United States really, uh, it, it, it makes you smart as a tool for, for, for some, somebody's use. It makes you a useful tool for work. Right. But it does That's not make you a thinking person that has the psychological defenses that are needed to live in the United States. Right. So That's guys, right. we're racing up against, we're racing up against the clock here. So okay. uh, I yeah, want to give ahead. Deb uh, a few last words. Yeah, please. Before yeah. we sign off. Well, all Deb, I yeah. know is that we're not getting out of this mess by going to the polls. You know, I mean, in my opinion, we need to, here's the way I look at it. We have a bunch of people who fund our elections. That's the problem. Okay. We, we buy their way in and then uh, we have corporations writing our legislation. Until the money is taken out, nothing changes. So the more you go to the polls, right, you get all these millionaires investing money. My logic is, hey, look, you know what? Let's give them a bad return on their investment. 
we need yep. to stop participating. Pick up a ballot and file it blank. Do whatever you want with it. But, you know, I'm going outside after I do mine, and I'm going to hand out little stickers that say refuse to, refuse to rearrange piles of shit. You know, it's like you got those stickers with the flags on them that said I voted. You know, yeah, yes, yes. I, I think that's the biggest joke in America right now. Uh, we, we have to think outside our system to make this system work for us. True. That's the True. only way it happens. You know, the one thing I would add to that, I would say to get money out of politics totally, you have to get it out of the hands of the people that currently ha- get the money out of Absolutely. the hands. Absolutely. That currently have it because the people yep. that currently have the money are either a sociopaths or psychopaths and they're, and they, they're just like drug addicts that, that want more and more and more. There's no reason for, for a, a sane populace to allow that bullshit where they're running things. Right. Right. And, and, but you know what? Even when I started this whole process here, people asking me, well, you know, who's going to back us? I said, nobody big. You know, we're going to have to go out and collect some money on our own. But I'm, do you think somebody said we need to get Bernie Sanders to back the strike? I said, no, we don't. He's not going to back the strike. He's a weenie. I said, he's not, going to, he's not doing any of that. He's an establishment turd. He's not going to change anything. We need to be the power now, just us. Nobody else invited. No Hollywoods, you know, no politicians, no big donors. We need to have, we have to drive this by ourselves. Exactly. So that said, so, Deb, Deb, I, Deb, I just, know, Bernie, just wanted to say... Okay, Let go ahead, Raymond. You know, Bernie does have a pretend spine. Yeah, he does. He absolutely does. <laughs> go ahead, well, Nick. again, Deb, I appreciate you coming on, and, and you know, we definitely got to do this again. Yeah, definitely. You so, let me know when. I'm here. Absolutely. And, and, and I want to thank Deb again for coming on. Jim, thank you, sir, for coming on. And, and we'll do this again next time, guys.